Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. John Baxter owned one of the largest ranches in the territory, in the rough wild country of the far west. He had brought up his two children, Terry and Jane, to be expert riders and marksmen. Both of them had a few years of eastern college. Then they returned to help run the ranch. Jane was a fearless girl, and she and her brother were constant companions. It was late afternoon when Terry and Jane Baxter were returning to the big ranch house after a trip to town. As they turned off the trail and rode along the road leading to the house, they were both startled by the sound of distant shooting. Terry, did you hear that? Yeah. That shooting came from the direction of the ranch house. Well, something's happening there. Get your guns handy and let's get going. Get up there! Get up! Get up there! Come on! I don't see anybody around the ranch house, Jane. Look, there are three horsemen riding the back trail away from the house. You're right. They're too far away and riding too hard to make out who they are. They were up to something, and Dad was alone. Oh, 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 oh. easy. Come on, Terry, hurry. Right. Holy mackerel, Jane. 
There's Dad lying on the floor. Jerry. Jerry, he's hurt. He's been shot. Yeah. Man, it's serious. He's wounded badly. Dad. Dad, what happened? Dad, it's Jane. Speak to me. Dad, who did this? Tell us. Jane, Terry. They robbed the safe. Took the cattle money. I came in and caught them. They shot me. Terry, get some water quick and bandage it. Sure, right away. Dad, we'll get you to bed and fix your wound. Terry will ride to town for the doctor. No, no. It's no use, Jane. I, I got to bed. It took me by surprise. I know it. You see, Dad, you'll be all right. Here's a glass of water, Jane. Thanks. Help me raise Dad up. All right. Now, here, take some water, Dad. I'm, I'm done for. No use to... Dad, who did it? What did they look like? Think, Dad. Try to tell us. Hey, there were three of them. One tall, carrot red hair. Another short, heavy set. Scar on the back of hand. The leader, he... He was masked. It. Uh, Go on, Dad. What about uh, the leader? He's about Terry's size. Tall. Mm -hmm. Terry, mm -hmm. find, find the lone ranger. <laughs> Dad, Dad. Terry, he's unconscious now. We must get a doctor right away. I'll ride to town and bring the doctor, Jane. You do all you can for Dad while I'm gone. Later, Terry arrived with the doctor. After examining the wounded man, the doctor told Jane and Terry their father would live, that he might not regain consciousness for many days and could not be questioned even if he did become conscious because of his weakened condition. Just after the doctor left, the ranch foreman entered the ranch house. Hey, what happened? I saw the doctor's rig leaving here as I rode in from the range. Outlaws. Three of them shot and robbed Dad. He started to tell Jane and me about the leader, then he lost consciousness. The doctor says he may be unconscious for a long time. Meanwhile, those crooks may leave the territory. Dad said the leader wore a mask, and he told us to find the Lone Ranger, whoever that is. The Lone Ranger? Holy smoke. I saw him once. But I didn't think he went in for this sort of thing. What's he look like, Jim? Well, he's tall, about your size, wears a black mask and white Stetson, and he rides a big white stallion. Terry, Dad said he was about your size and that he was masked. Then you think the leader was really the Lone Ranger? You reckon that's what your dad was trying to tell you? Yeah. And I'm going to hunt until I find that masked hombre. And I'll see that he pays for what he did to Dad. Terry, I'm going to ride with what? you. But you're a girl, Jane. You can't go out gunning for outlaws. Anyway, you can't leave the ranch of Dad right now. Jim will run the ranch, and Lena, the housekeeper, will give Dad every attention. And the doctor will come out every day. I'd be no use here. Jane, I'd better go alone. You're a girl, what and I don't... What does that have to do with it? I can ride and shoot as well as most any man, Terry, and you know it. Well, I still do I'll wear a man's outfit and go with you whether you like it or not. I have as much right to try to find that masked man as you have. From what I've heard of that masked man, he'll be a hard one to find, Miss Jane. Well, we'll... Say, wait a minute. 
I've thought of a way that might cause him to hunt Terry and me so that eventually we'll meet. What are you thinking of, Jean? We'll discuss the matter later, Terry. We'll leave here in the morning, but I have some instructions for Jim to carry out before we do leave. I feel certain we'll soon find that masked hombre known as the Lone Ranger. Early the next morning, Jim the foreman entered the living room of the ranch house and spoke to Jane. How's your father, Jane? Still unconscious. But the doctor is with him now, and he says he has a good chance of pulling through, Jim. You and Terry still determined to go hunting the masked man? Of course. Dad would expect it, Jim. The doctor assures us Dad will be well taken care of. Frankly, I don't savvy why you didn't let anyone tell the sheriff what your dad said about the masked man and, and the other two hombres. We told the sheriff there were three outlaws. We didn't tell him anything more than that. But it's risky for you and Terry Terry to... and I are going to do a personal job of trailing those gunmen, Jim. Dad would expect us to. Uh, you bring that white Arabian stallion from the North Range? Yes, ma'am. He's at the corral. But I don't get all this. Wait I... a minute. Terry, are you ready? Yeah, be right there, Jane. Look, Jim, how does Terry look to you? For the love of Pete. For a minute, I thought I was seeing things. Does this outfit look anything like the one the Lone Ranger wears, Jim? Well, it sure does. And you're just about his size and build. That was my idea, Jim. In that get-up and with the black mask and that white Arabian horse, it should start people talking. Don't you think so? Yep, it sure will. But just what do you and Terry intend to do? We'll search every cafe within miles around. Until we find either the hombre with carrot red hair or the one with a scar on the back of his hand. Then we'll force him to take us to the Lone Ranger's hideout. But why do you have to dress like him to do that? My idea is that the news will spread, Jim. When the masked man hears someone is dressed like he is and is riding the territory searching the cafes, he'll be tempted to search us out. Yeah. And once we meet, we'll get the best of him somehow. Of course, I'd rather ride alone, I'll but I... I'll pass for a man in this get-up, Terry. Both of us are good shots, and we'll get that outlaw together. All right, Jane. And we'll not come back to this spread until we get the three of them. Especially that Lone Ranger. Come on, let's go. During the next few days, Terry Baxter, disguised as the Lone Ranger, and accompanied by his sister Jane, who was dressed as a man, visited one cafe after another in the nearby towns. Reach! All of you! The masked outlaw! All right, partner, line him up and lug him over. Right. Line up, all of you. Be quick about it. Take off your hats and hold out your hands, palms down. All right, line up, all of you. We're looking for a couple of hombres. Come on, get moving and take off your hats. Hey, it's the same two hombres that held up the cafe at Lime Rock. Gun them down, somebody. Hold it. That's a warning. No gunplay. Come on, partner, let's get out of here. The hombres we want aren't here either. Steady, boy. Come on, get him. Hold on. And so it was in town after town as Terry and Jane continued their relentless search for the man who had shot their father. One evening, the Lone Ranger looked up as Tonto returned to their camp in the hills outside of Stockton. Moscow, home fella. Easy, come. Easy, fella. Seem to be in a hurry, Tonto. Uh, me bring news, Kimasabi. Oh, what is it? Me hear men talk. 
Them say mask man wearing white sombrero and riding white horse hold up cafes in many towns. Someone impersonating me. Ah, him and other fellow go into cafes, make men stand in line, look them over, then them leave. You mean they don't rob the patrons? No, them not rob. Them look men over, then leave. Well, that's strange. Ah, no one find out reason. Men say both outlaws plenty fast and draw, shoot straight and ride plenty good. Them just hunt for someone in cafes. Yes, but I'd like to know why one of them is impersonating me. But try to find them and learn what it's all about. Ah. Now, it seems logical that sooner or later they'll strike the cafe in Stockton. We'll watch for a while and see if they do. That good idea. All right. We'll ride to town now and camp on the outskirts. How do I want you to watch the cafe and report to me if they appear? Here's who. Easy, Scott. Easy, fella. We'll try to stop them before they do something worse than they've done so far. Come on, fella. Come on, Scott. For several days and nights, the Lone Ranger and Tonto kept watch on the cafe in Stockton. Then one evening, as Tonto stood at the end of the bar in the cafe, it happened. Freeze, everybody! They have you covered! It's that masked hombre again. Yep, he's the one who's been in other cafes recently. Better do as they say, man. Line him up, partner. Yeah. And we'll look him over. Keep reaching and line up over there. Ornery looking bunch. But I still don't see the ones we're hunting. Hey, wait. Look at this hombre here. Huh? Ah, tall, carrot red hair and mighty tough looking. Hey, what is this anyhow? Step out here, you. Keep him covered, partner. Right. Now listen, mister. Shut up. I'll take those guns. Hey, I don't say... You will. We don't need these. Now take us to your leader if you still want to live, mister. Come on, start walking out the front door. Hold on, you can't... I said you're going with us. Take him out, partner. I'll back out and keep the rest covered. Right. Get moving, you. Now, the rest of you keep reaching or you get plenty of bullets. All right, get after them, fellas. Don't let them get away with this. Oh, wait, wait, man. Don't open that door. You might get plugged. There they go. Come on, maybe we can still get them. Hurry up, now. curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. pushed outside after Terry, Jane, and Red. Toto, who had been watching from the rear of the cafe, went out the back door. 
A few minutes later, he joined the Lone Ranger at the edge of town. He told the masked man what had happened. Yes, I heard the commotion. The riders went out the other end of town. That right. But there's something else, Kimasabi. Oh, what? When masked man pulled fellow with red hair out of line, he seen another fellow. Him short, heavy set. Sneak out back door. Him ride on back trail. Well, that's interesting. Here, Silver. Come, Scout. We trail fellow with mask? No. I think we'll solve this more quickly if we follow the man who rode the back trail. I hope before the night's over that we'll come face to face with the one who's posing as the Lone Ranger. And we'll have a showdown easy, so to be close. Easy, Scout. Easy, fellow. Come on, Silver. Come up, Scout. Lone Ranger and Tonto had no difficulty following the man who had gone out the back door of the cafe. The moon was bright and the trail was clear. Finally, they noticed that the short man had gone into a small canyon. When they reached the canyon, the masked man and Indian pulled to a stop. Tonto, he's taking a narrow trail up the side of the canyon. Uh Would have been easier for him to ride the trail from the other side to reach the point he's heading for. Why him not take other trail? The only reason I think of that the others are riding that trail. This man may want to get to the place they're going before they do. Uh, and what we do? We continue to follow him. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. When the stocky horseman reached the top of the canyon wall, he pulled to a stop in front of a shack, hidden in a grove of trees. Oh, boy, ho there. Ho, ho, stay there. Down so soon, Joe. That masked man and his partner came to the cafe at Stockton, Sam. I'm sure now they're after us. What makes you so sure? He and his partner took Red with him. What? Took Red? Yeah. Remember we heard they were going from one cafe to another in different towns, looking at the back of men's hands and taking off their hats. You said yourself they might be looking for me with my scar, or maybe for Red. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What happened to Red? As I was sneaking out, I heard the masked fella say... Take us to your leader if you want to live. I eased out, then rode the back way through the canyon to warn you. Red saw me sneak out, I'm certain. Thanks for the warning. Good work, Joe. We'll go out and wait for him to come along the main trail. Red will bring him that way. We'll catch those hombres by surprise. Let's go. Meanwhile, Terry and Jane, with the outlaw Red riding between them, followed the main trail toward the hideout. Think this hombre's taking us where he was told to? He better if he wants to live. I swear this is the way to the hideout. It better be. Trail turns to the right just beyond those big boulders ahead. Shack is just around the bend. Make sure you don't try to give any signal. First sound out here, you'll get a bullet. Oh, easy boy, easy. easy As the easy, three man. riders approached the big boulders, they slowed their horses. Then as they passed the boulders and started around the bend, Terry and Jane were startled by a sharp command from behind them. Keep riding what? slow and straight ahead. Don't turn around, you'll get lead in your back. It's an ambush. Yeah. <laughs> you must have thought I was a weak fool to give in so easy. I was leading both of you into a trap. There's a shack just ahead. Stop there and dismount. Then we'll go inside for a talk. I didn't expect anything like this. Quiet, partner. Oh, 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 Now, Red, while we keep him covered, you take the guns. With pleasure. I have. Good. You two hombres just walk into that shack and do some explaining. Now, get moving. All right, let's go, partner. Red, 
Keep their guns with you. Keep watch outside. Someone else may have trailed us here, too. Joe and I'll handle this. All right, Sam. So you're the masked hombre who's been searching the cafes, huh? Bring your leader here. He's the one we want to see. <laughs> I'm the boss around here, mister. You? And you're the Lone Ranger without your mask on. Huh. What's he talking about, Sam? He must be loco. Yeah, darn if I know, Joe. But uh, speaking of masks, we'll take yours off right now. Keep them covered, Joe. Right. I'll pull off that mask and that white sombrero. Hey. Hey, I know who you are. You're Baxter's son. That's right. And I'm his daughter. I'll take off my hat. Jumping catfish. He's a woman. What? Look at all that hair. Well, that's sure something. A woman riding with young Baxter to hunt us. That's sure a hot one. <laughs> you tried to kill my father, and someday we'll see all three of you hanged. Terry, I'm sorry my idea turned out like this. Forget it, Jane. We set out to find those who wounded Dad, and we found What makes you think we're the ones? Dad described the three of you. Well, it's too bad you know so much. What are we going to do with them? It's a sense they know too much to be roaming around loose. We better get rid of them, then. Yeah, that'll take a bit of thinking, Joe. But believe me, they're going to be mighty sorry they came here looking for me. While the two crooks inside the shack discussed the situation, two figures crouched beneath the back window of the shack, listening and observing. Toto, that's John Baxter's son and daughter. He was impersonating me. Ah. It seemed like them think Lone Ranger, one of others who shoot father. I don't know how they got that idea. Right now they think the crook Sam is the Lone Ranger without the mask. Those two are on the spot, Toto. Ah. Maybe All right, you sneaking coyotes, don't move. I have two guns at your backs. Hey, Joe, come out here, quick. What's up, Brad? Found these two hombres here at the back window. Help me take them inside the cell. Sure. Let's go. Now get moving, both of you. Get inside. Look who we found outside, Sam. Hey, look. One of them dressed just like that Baxter fella. Mask, white stetson and all. And look at those fancy guns. Uh, what do you know? Another masked hombre, huh? Hey, I just thought maybe Terry, he... Terry, that must be the one. He's the Lone Ranger. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Keep him covered, boys. Why, then, and you weren't in with these crooks at all. No, I wasn't. But but when Dad was shot, he said to find the Lone Ranger. We thought... I, that... I know your father's a friend, Miss Baxter. Then Dad really was trying to tell us to get your help to run down these gunmen. Yes, I think so. Oh, I'm sorry, mister. We thought if I impersonated you, it'd bring you out of hiding. And maybe we could... It's all right, Terry. At least it brought us together with your father's assailants. Sure, we're together, all right. But that makes four instead of two to get rid of. Take the guns, Red. Right. Red, who had stood a short distance behind the Lone Ranger, holstered his own guns before he moved forward and reached to take the masked man's guns from his gun belt. The Lone Ranger quickly sized up the situation. He glanced at Sam and Joe as they stood facing him and Toto. Then as Red reached out from behind toward his holsters, the masked man suddenly went into action. Using his knowledge of jiu-jitsu, he dropped his hand in a lightning-like move, grabbing Red's right wrist. Don't touch those guns! The Lone Ranger swiftly bent forward. All right, no! At the same time, pulling on Red's arm, the crook, taken completely by surprise, flew over the masked man's head and landed in front of Sam and Joe. 
Instantly, in that split moment of confusion, the Lone Ranger drew his own guns, just as Red struggled to his feet in front of him. Stay where you are, all of you. Uh, Red, you fool, he tricked you. Hold your fire, Sam. If you or Joe shoot, you'll hit me. That's right, they will. You deserve it, you clumsy coyote. Pull it! Oh, my wrist! Man alive, some shooting. Now, if you want to try some gunplay, Shorty, I'll... No, no. You're two against one now. Then drop your gun. Pick up the guns, Toto. Uh, let me get them. The red-headed hombre took our guns. Toto will give them back to you. Uh, let me get them from red-haired crook. Uh, now you take your gun. Uh, thanks. Thank you. You get over there with the other two. <coughs> Look, Sam's to blame for robbing and shooting Baxter. He planned it. You're all to blame. We'll have to get these crooks to the sheriff in Stockton. You and Terry should have let the sheriff and his posse go after these men, Miss Baxter. It was too risky for both of you to hunt them alone. Especially since you're a woman. <laughs> Jane doesn't mind risks, mister. Fact is, she's more like a man when it comes to being brave. She can ride and shoot as well as Harry, most... Harry, be quiet. Frankly, I, I was really very much frightened all the time. What? You frightened? <laughs> now listen, Jane. I've never known the time Please, that you were... Please, but... Terry, do keep quiet. Just because you're my brother, you think that all I... All right, all right, Jane. I'll be quiet. Mr... It was wonderful of you to do what you've done. The way you suddenly turned the tables on these crooks and all. You see, I, I am just a woman after all, and it I... Sounds like a lot of riders coming. Keep these crooks covered, Terry, and see if the wounded one is attended to. That's probably the sheriff and the posse who followed you from town. So there's nothing more we can do. We'll go on our way oh, now. But wait, please, I want to... Sorry, sorry. We meet again someday. Come, fellow. Adios. My golly, Jane, there's a real man for you. Yes. But with a brother like you around, Terry, talking your head off, a girl doesn't have a chance. Well, gosh, Jane, you mean you wanted oh, to meet... Well, what's going on here? Sheriff, there are the three men who robbed and shot Dad. Sam did the shooting. Now, shut up, you fool. Why should I? You were going to plug me a little while ago, you double-crassing polecat. You shot Baxter and you know it. And the cash you took from him is in a big envelope in your pocket. Yeah, let me see here. Uh, easy, will you? Yes, here it is. Has Baxter's name on it, too. We'll take all three of you in as soon as we fix up that wounded wrist on one of you. But we trail that masked man here, Miss Jane. Where is he? Sheriff, the so-called masked man you trailed here was really my brother Terry. There's the black mask and the white Stetson. See, I... I thought a certain man who dressed like that was the leader of the gang who tried to kill Dad. Well, I'll be doggone. You and Terry were the ones who went into all the cafes then, huh? That's right, Sheriff. We were looking for the men Dad described. We found them tonight. It's a sure a joke on those crooks. A young fella and a girl catching up with them. It was risky, though, taking the law into your own hands. Good thing you didn't actually take anything when he went into the cafes. I'll forget what you did do, since you fooled these crooks into being caught. No, they weren't fooled, Sheriff. They caught us and were going to kill Terry and me. Well, that doesn't make sense. How'd you turn the tables we on? We were saved by the masked man, the one who Terry impersonated. He was a tall, handsome man. The kind of fellow that any girl... Yeah, I savvy now, Miss Jane. I never thought I'd live to see the day you'd admit any man was worthwhile. But when you talk about one like that, I know just who you mean. There's only one like him, and he definitely isn't a ladies' man. Oh, I see. And you really think you know who he is, Sheriff? Yep. That must have been the Lone Ranger.
is a feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Enterprises, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of The Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer.